You are now tuned in to Daddy's After Dark. So uh, we probably should just get right into what we're doing and where what, we're doing it. What was the second it. name you had for it? Ooh, I never said the second you name, didn't. did I? It was Too Many Predators, Not Enough Aliens. Mm. Daddy's After Dark is better. You like Daddy's After Dark better? I mean, they're both good, but is it Daddy's After Dark is more topical. Because why? Why is it more topical, Jeff? Oh, my God. So we have uh, quite the story. Um Number one, just as a follow-up for last week, uh, I'm definitely – there's no band anymore. We broke up. Uh, we have been historically using the band practice spot to do our podcast, and I show up today. I brought my wife's car because uh, I was abusing the fact that there's a giant dumpster there, and you know, I live in a suburb where we just have tiny little dumpsters that you put out each Friday or whatever. Um, so I brought some bullshit with me to throw away in the big dumpster – and I didn't bring a key to get in the practice spot. Oh. All right. So sorry about that noise. But that leads me to the next piece of this story. And that is we're podcasting outside. Rogue as fuck. In my uh, trashy ass backyard. <laughs> in Colin's trashy ass backyard. That's actually not that trashy. It, it's like a, it's like the urban jungle, though. You should see it in the daytime, though. Right, it, now, what's right it, now. What's it look like in the daytime? Well, for, for one, you have this pile of bullshit. Uh, that is my old deck and the old covered porch and uh, half of the weight of these tr- of these fucking trees that I or these honeysuckle bushes that I cut down, and then uh, also a bunch of stuff that was under my covered porch that's now just sitting against the wall on the concrete pad. It's ugly as hell back here, but at least my deck looks nice, right? Am I? Yeah, it looks great. Um, I'm gonna. There's a couple things. One, where we're sitting right now. Am I crazy or did there used to be something here? Was there like this a, was an entire covered area. This, this whole cement co- okay. pad was covered. Got it. Had a screen, had screened in windows. I took the screens out a while ago. It was just an old, crappy wood structure. And the second piece is I just want to point out the fact that I'm about to hit the record button and you start talking about a critter that's <laughs> living in that pile of shit you're talking oh about, and which is like the worst thing you could do to me. I'm pretty – wasn't it like – Are you all on edge now? A little bit because you also put me with my back to it. Like I have, I feel like I have you no situ- seats. No, uh, uh, I have no situational awareness for what kind of critter might come out of there. And you know, from episode one or two, I mean, very early on, we talked about me and critters, and I don't really, I don't really fuck with them. Uh, it's okay. You have a uh, guard. He'll catch anything that comes close to you quickly. That's a, it's a large guard. Um, the guard being Angus, my giant black lab. A blab. And he's the only dog that's allowed to be out here right now because Pepper, the new puppy, wouldn't stop licking you. Look, I'm not going to sue you, but Pepper bit me. Like, I mean, I reached down to show her affection, and she bit me, like, first thing. So me and her, like, we started off on the wrong foot. There, I will say this. We are in the midst of teaching her not to be mouthy, but that that was not any semblance of aggression. She wanted no. to grab your hand. and I have delicious fingers. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not the first time I've heard that. Uh, that was weird. I can't take that back now, though. Um, no, she bit me. And then I was petting her. It's crazy how much she reminds me of my Boston. I mean, it's ridiculous. Except for your Boston is actually built and filled out like a Boston I feel like should be. And mine's built like a fucking chihuahua. Like, my dog is just built so weird. What are they – What's the, what would you – 
what would the size difference do you think as far as like height and stuff? Uh, I honestly about the same height. Okay, but it's the but, thickness. But like yours is just thicker. Yeah, yours is built like uh, fucking five pounds of sausage stuffed into a two pound bag type thing, right? It's like thick sausage. Well, I mean, Melvin, the other Boston, he's obviously way too big for a Boston, and and he's super tough. And those do- those two are going hard all day every day so um she's i don't like the beer i got i'm sorry to interrupt but that's the third drink and i uh definitely not feeling it i fucking made a bad choice hilltops are here for you no i'm gonna drink this because i bought it but you get for drinking a fucking tart i dude i fuck i told you i fuck with sour beers i love them it's summer we're sitting outside i was like i can't think of a better reason to get a sour beer that's something that's going to come in on this. Is I the live, ghetto bird? I, no, that's I live right by the hospital. Oh, that's the medical yeah. bird. <laughs> yeah. That's not a thing, uh, is it? A medi bird? Oh, Aeromed. No, so, it needs a hood name. Like, yeah, I know. Medi bird. Okay. Medi bird? Sure. Right. We'll call it that. Uh, but we have not only the hospital right here, but also NBC4 right there, too. Their helicopter pad. So, like, for their traffic copter. So there's helicopters all over the place all the time. Nice. So... We'll hear that. Yeah, and uh, we were also leaving the practice spot after um, unloading some of my garbage, and you took off jogging, which it's not. I don't. I don't feel like that's like a typical thing you do, right? Like you don't jog. Uh, I don't jog, but I do. Th- <laughs> you get the zoomies. Yeah, I do things. <laughs> I do things very fast. Okay, it drives Sierra crazy. I'm always walking way ahead of her. Uh, I'm always tripping up and down the stairs because I skip steps and run. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm always, in, it always seems like I'm in a hurry. It always seems like I'm in a hurry. And I, will, I get, get called out for it all the time. I will say, um, there are a lot of noises out here that are just, I'm not used to anymore. Is that picking, is it, how much of that is going to pick up? Well, just, just stay quiet for a second. I mean, just some background noise. It, yeah, it, it's it, fine. It'll I'm, sound. I'm wondering earthy. if it will even be there once I like, you know, apply some yeah. filters and some processing. Here's the, is that the Medibird? Yeah, it's probably circling. Okay. I'm not uh, really mad at it because this is a Oh no, taking off. This is a first time for us. Like we have uh we've never done anything like this, so it's pretty cool. Um and you know, it's just crazy. Like two helicopter pads, I'm right by the freeway, I'm right by a big road. There's a lot of racket down here. You're out in the sticks where it's quiet. I we were just talking the other day about how there's certain things that we take for granted. Like, we always miss living in the city. You can, always. You can probably see more stars than that out there, too. A fuck ton. Yeah, you can walk right out back and see every constellation you want to see. Um, but we miss a lot of things about being in the city. Most notably, I miss just being able to go out, get on my bicycle, and just, like, that's it. I'm on my bike for the rest of the night. Like, I can mm-hmm. run to the store. I can, I can do everything just on my bike. That's something that I, I lost when I moved to my last house i didn't i didn't totally lose it like i was still in the city obviously but um the the amount of walkability went down for sure and then when i went out here i mean it's fucking it's non-existent like i can't walk anywhere i'm in my own community i can't even walk outside of my community because if i go it's like a a country road outside of my community and it doesn't take country roads take me home is that a song yeah that's the fucking west virginia that's that one Oh yeah, it's uh, Bob Denver. Is it Bob Denver? Bro, I just Lil Nas I, X. Dude, that's old town. I'm joking. Oh, I <laughs> legitimately thought you were serious. Um, oh boy, 
I didn't even. I'm asking you. That's a song, right? Like, so I, I'm it not going to know it who is. the fuck it is. Uh, okay. We didn't say what episode this is because it's also somewhat significant. It's a mile marker. Wait, I mean a milestone, not a mile marker. Could be that too. Milestone. Though, Nobody's is what you're looking exiting for. the freeway. <laughs> Nobody's uh, exiting the freeway. It's episode fifty. Episode. It is episode fifty. Fifty cent. Which was originally going to be us and our wives, and that oh, didn't happen. Oh, we did say but that, didn't we? I have. It's, you know I, why? I have been told more than I've been reminded more than once by my wife. I think she really wants to do it. Really? All right. Well, we got to get that shit together. Get her ass out here. <laughs> She's right there. You in the back. <laughs> hey, um, dude. Let's let's jump into some of these fucking topics. So, when we were talking about the possible names for the show. Uh, and one of the ones that I said was too many predators, not enough aliens. That's obviously um, a play on words. Mm-hmm. But that's because, holy fuck, there are a lot of people being called out right now in the music scene. I mean, probably and other, but especially in the music scene. I think that's the one that's most notable just because we pay attention to that. A lot of people being called out right now for sexual allegations. Um. It's, there's going to be an influx of people that say, eh, why didn't you say something sooner? And things like that. So I can't wait to not like those people more than I already do because I can guarantee you I don't like those people now. Uh, but once those people start speaking up on my timeline, I'm going to not like them The same people who say, more. why didn't they speak up sooner are the same people who say that women lie all the time about this stuff. Yeah. The and same people. The, that Venn diagram is a circle. And there is – there should be consequences for people who do file false claims, right? Sure. There should definitely – And it happens. And it does happen. There should be consequences because those people unjustly ruin it for a lot of future people. It I, makes people not want to come forward. Yeah. So like they, they, they should – uh, have some consequences. I I also think that, I mean that's that's just one one part of it because there is also like law enforcement will just spike it, you know, and stuff like that. But I do think that one issue, and uh, I feel like this, it I might regret saying this, but um, is I think you know that that kind of hashtag or the just the idea of believe all women. I get it makes sense to me, but I think that. It should be more take all women seriously, take allegations seriously, research. You know, because there are people who lie. Yeah. So, so saying believe everybody, it's it's a it's it's a it's a fine line you're walking. But I I am saying all allegations should be taken very seriously. Everything should be investigated. People should be punished, and people should be listened to. Absolutely, Um, specifically women and victims. Of sexual assault and sexual abuse. And any type of discrimination in general. And discrimination. Yeah, so I think that's the problem is like a a few times uh, somebody comes forward with something and it's either proven to be fake or something like that and it kind of ruins the credit or it ruins the uh, believability. I don't even know if that's a real word, but we're going to go with it. Uh, of some of the future people and that's and, and that's not to say that it should because we know that things like that happen in life mm-hmm. but it ruins it for the people who are either already on the fence or have a bias towards the other way and are looking for reasons to not believe it look that dog's moving again dude you see how quickly i turned around i heard some scufflage uh i turned and it's heading back over so that pile. If, if it's anything it's like a mouse or something 
I'm not trying to see that. That you won't see anything. I haven't seen anything. They've All just right. been poking around this pile for three weeks now. All right, so I'm going to run down a list of the ones uh, that have just been. I, I mean, there's been most of these have been in the past like week or two, um, and then I, I threw one on here that you know was six months ago. So I'm going to run down this list of people who have had allegations against them. You tell me if I'm missing anybody. So. The vocalist or ex-vocalist of Lorna Shore. Uh, that was the older one about six months ago. There's the band Dealer, which... I don't even know who that is. Dealer? Yeah. Bro. What kind, is it like metalcore, mosh, hardcore, it's, hardcore? It is. It sound, sometimes they do knock loose better than knock loose does knock hmm. loose. But then they have what label weird... Huh? What label are they on? You have to say that again. What label are they on? I don't know. Oh. So... I've, I've actually talked about these guys on the podcast before. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure I've even sent you songs to try and get Shit. you. So don't make me go back through my text and it. find it. Um, no, I actually I actually really fuck the music. It, it has an undertone of like new metal. And at times it has an undertone of, I don't know, some kind of like industrial or something. It, hmm. they, they primarily are super low tuned, moshy as fuck. Um, the singer is the one that the allegations were against, and uh, he was in a band previous to this called Alpha Wolf. Which, honestly, if you were to if you take some songs from Dealer and some songs from Alpha Wolf, even though the only commonality I think is the singer, it sounds like the same fucking band. <laughs> which is really weird because they do these things where it's like it might be a heavy ass part with a squealy, but the squealy is like I I can't even explain it. Like it's a it's a noise that I don't even understand how to make on a guitar i feel like it's uh an effects pedal sure and they go da 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 and they they turn on something weird which makes a fucking noise that is unlike a regular guitar noise anyway so there's that band i'm gonna come back to them for a minute because i have something specific to say about their whole situation uh but moving on to some of the other people um the lead singer of attila that's another big oh one. yeah yeah uh, obviously, uh, there that. was one that hit closer to home with Home Wrecker, and that that one is uh, that one's interesting because, uh, like, their drummer Matt Izzy yeah. immediately, like a day later, released a really long statement about it because he's like the guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, and what do you he, mean by the guy? Like. When people think of Homewrecker, they think of he's like the okay, he's like okay. the he's like he started the band. He's the mouthpiece of he's not the front man, but he's the mouthpiece. Yeah. Anyway, but like he released a statement about how horrible it was, and he didn't know any of the stuff. But like he's been accused too. Yes, a and little bit. So yeah, because he's the drummer of Scorched as well. Yeah. And he's no longer the drummer of Scorched. Oh really? Yeah. They let him go because the allegations are not just against the vocalist. Uh, that's where it started. Yeah. And then uh, one of the – did you read any of the stories from the people who were posting? No, not really. It was it was just – it was like grooming underage. Yeah, nudes. but it was a specific – it was a person from Ohio that started the thread on Twitter. Oh. And then what happened was uh, a bunch of girls came forward and, sh- and shared their stories as well. So – I'm pretty sure the Twitter is gone now, but 
they moved on to there's an Instagram. It's like surviving. Yeah, surviving. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and now all those stories are going on there. And one of the stories I read specifically talks about uh, this girl who underage like hooked up with Matt or whatever. And then right after they got done hooking up, and remember she's like kind of groupy-ish, infatuated this dude. He suggests you should just date Izzy. And apparently like she did. She started date like so they were like underage kind of like passing the chick around or something. Allegedly, obviously, I'm not yeah. speaking from. Yeah, uh, it's it's also that one is. I, I, it's funny. I've never been a huge fan of that band, but obviously, being from Columbus, Ohio, and the fact that they're partly from Delaware, right? Yeah. And um, so you hear about them a lot, and they've been on a lot of shows and all that stuff. But that to me is like one of those bands. It's like uh, your you know your your favorite band's favorite band. You know, like they're one of those guy. They're one of those bands that has deep deep connections all across the United States. Yeah. Like friends with so many bands, been on tour with so many bands. You got you have the guitar player of Harm's Way who's like one of that Matt Barnum dude's good friends and he was just like I'm shocked it pains me to say this. I I am That was actually the vocalist of Harm's Way. That oh, was, it was. That was Bo. Yeah. Oh, I thought that I thought he played guitar. I'm pretty confident it's the vocalist. I could be wrong, but regardless, the sentiment is true. Yeah, he released something that basically said he's shocked by it and embarrassed. Regrets that, taking him on tour. Yeah, and probably enabling this type of behavior. Yeah. Um, now, I think that concludes like the – oh, no, 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 it doesn't because remember, this new wave of cancels was started because of the story that didn't air about, about Austin, Austin Carlisle. Yeah. So – that obviously hits close to home as well, um, just because even though Austin may have not been from here, he uh, spent a lot of time here, cut his teeth here on several bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Attack Attack was most notable yeah. that came out of here. Um, and, you know, back then, like, I never knew the inner workings of what happened. I knew he was kind of a man right? But I also knew that a lot of guys in the local scene were man and I didn't think mm-hmm. much of it. I had a lot of friends that were girls um, infatuated with this dude. And I'm and I'd tell him like just know what you're getting into. Like if you're trying to hook up with this dude, hook up with the dude. But don't expect this to be your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I would tell my friends that. And I have one friend in specific, I'm not going to mention her name, but she didn't listen and she would get she got so obsessed with this dude. I remember he was working somewhere and she would go walk by and see if he was talking to people. And I'm like Y'all just hooked up once. Like, I told you this before it happened. Mm -hmm. Of course, this wasn't any type of, like, you know, underage or anything. This was just... The alt-press really shit the bed on that one, too. Holy shit. They did. Because even their response was like, was like, yeah, you know, we're going to do better. Our CEO is now going to be a woman, and these high-level staff are all women and all stuff. And it's like... Yeah, cool. You still fucking spiked a story after you got a bunch of stories and gave NDAs out. Yeah. Like, you still did that. You still backed down when his when his lawyers got involved. And the fucking icing on the cake so, yeah. is they were still posting articles featuring him in a positive light. Like, well, that was because that, that was the, that that was the was, catalyst. That was the catalyst was they were about to give him a cover feature or gave him a cover feature about his new his new refound faith. Yeah, which just makes it so. Much it, it was worse. actually a really weird headline. So it, it was something. Uh, it was something to the tune of like, 
Austin Carlisle says Jesus is coming back soon or some weird yeah. shit. It was some crazy. Oh, yeah, headline. because he's just gotten into some really crazy evangelical shit. Yeah. It's wild. It is super wild. But then it makes it so much grosser now that you know that a lot of his serial raping was happening in churches at their shows and stuff like that. So. Yep. Super gross. Um, Ron Jeremy. Did you bro, read that tonight? No, I didn't. But how did you know that? That was the next thing I was getting ready to ask I read about. an article ju- just before I left tonight. He's not, It's not even alleged, dude. He was just charged with four counts of sexual battery, forcible rape. How? Like, he was charged. Like, enough evidence that he yeah. was charged for it. And it's like, how... Can you be a guy who, like, literally your job is to have sex with people consensually for fun? That are... For other people's fun. That are that are at least double, if not triple, your score if you were scoring and I And because of who he is, I guarantee he's got people lined up around the block who want to consensually have sex with him. Why would? Why do you feel like you got to fucking do that shit? I don't know. He's also got a giant donger. I've seen dudes donger. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's giant. Um, dude, I don't, I don't fucking understand any of this shit. Like, so I was in, uh, Lima Father's Day weekend, which by the way, happy Father's Day. You too. (laughs) This Father's Day didn't feel like a little bit kind of like, it's Father's Day. Um, no. Maybe everything feels that way. I think, I think that in general life's got that, it's got a little doll on its shine with all the shit that's going on. And I don't just mean quarantine shit. I mean just holy shit, the amount of shit going on. I was was hungover as fuck and super exhausted. I I remember we exchanged uh, pleasantries and then I posted it on our social media. Packing up camping bring and so we'll get to that we'll tell that story a little bit but so i uh, went to lima uh to visit some family on my wife's side uh and i was from yeah and I, i was brought up i was brought up to speed on a story so in one of the neighborhoods where we went uh diagonal across the street there was a gentleman who was a pedophile and the cops apparently uh, it finally had you know everything. And we're busting in the house to get him, and dude slit his own throat like crazy shit, like that. It, it went down right across the street from where we were, and apparently this fucking psycho kept journals and shit like that of like all the times he touched these kids. And one of the things he would do would be after he would uh, molest them or whatever, he would make them all piss in his mouth. Ugh. Yeah, that's, I mean, fucking, that's the weird-ass icing on a asshole cake. I just don't understand people. I, I mean, like, every day I feel like there's some other reason for me to go, what the fuck is going on? I don't understand people. The world is just crazy. And it's also crazy to think a lot of this stuff, like, something as specific as that, like, they always have to do this thing probably stems from like one traumatic event in in that guy's childhood that turned him into who he is you know maybe, what i mean maybe he had to piss into a yeah. mouth but it's just like it's a, it's a crazy to think like that that like one traumatic event could dictate the way somebody like uh hurts other people it, it is surreal when you think about it like that but then if you contextualize it and say things like 
Well, yeah. Well, if I'm driving from point A to point B and I take one turn early on, like True. I'm not going to end up in the exact same. True. You know, so it it feels like almost like a well, no shit. But at the same time, yeah. when you when you think about it, it it does. It's fucking weird. More crazy shit that's going on is aside from all the cancels that are happening uh, and all just the crazy shit in that department, we have still no shortage of interactions with police that are making headlines oh, every fucking day. Uh, some and, of them right and, in our and own. And they're fucking half of them are in Columbus. That's what I was going to say. Is some of them are even in our hometown. Um, most of them. <laughs> well, I don't know if most of them are in our hometown no. as much as uh, we just, you know, we see it because it's we our We do have hometown. the highest rate of of black folks being killed by police. We do? Our, our CPD. Holy shit. Yeah. Man. It's, I, I feel ignorant one, not knowing that. It's but. one thing I've always, you know, I'm, I didn't move here until I was 18 years old. And so it was 01. And um, I, that was one of the first things I learned about the city when I came here was that we had a really racist, corrupt police department. Man. There was some, I think there was something in the news at the time, something going on, some corruption scandal mm-hmm. or something like that. But um, I've always kind of, I've always kind of, uh, looked at our our police here my whole whole time i've lived here half my life kind of looked at them a little bit uh, i don't know when you were setting that story up you uh it almost sounded like you were gonna say like when you came here like it, it was it was yeah it was in the welcome packet like i i felt like you were gearing up towards to say like this is just information that came with fucking moving here um a couple stories i want to call out specifically yeah uh, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure I know that you have, but if you haven't seen it and you're listening to this, go look at the story about the cops stealing the legs of a double amputee uh, and pepper spraying this person. It gets worse. I read more about it tonight and like they mace this guy. They beat the shit out of this guy. Once his legs came off, they took his legs and they, uh, were chasing after him. He was having, he was crawling away, crawling away while they're trying to, while they're trying to, you know, beat the shit out of him and, and, or, you know, whatever. And then other protesters were like trying to get his legs back and the cops wouldn't give his legs back. Like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) You ever like, you ever wake up? And just have, like, a crazy fucking dream that you can remember right then. So you just, like, you have to tell somebody right then. And you start telling them this crazy-ass dream. And you're like, oh, I don't even fucking know. And then the floor was lava. And then, like, I made a canoe out of an old cowboy hat. And I was paddling. Like, you just have some crazy fucking dream. That story sounds like someone's crazy fucking dream. This whole fucking year sounds like someone's crazy fucking dream. But yeah, for real, that, Jesus. And then I posted a story as well about a white guy uh, known to be associated with, you know, the ideas of white supremacy. Uh, Confrontation with police. He pulls out a gun. It's a Smith & Wesson. It's loaded with, you know, a full... uh, full magazine of ammo one in the chamber a tactical laser in which he actually raises it and points it at the cops and guess what 100 percent de-escalated no one fired on either sides the gentleman is arrested 
Uh, now, I'm, I don't know if you know the story, but what do you think is different about that gentleman? Wait, I already set it up you too much. Did. I already gave it away. I what mean, is it's it? It's obviously what it is. It's that he's white, and they realized, hey, he's one of us. Yeah, we, we got to do our... This this is the one we're going to de-escalate. Honestly, pop that dude. Can I get a redo? Just pop that dude. <laughs> no, I shouldn't dude. say that. I don't wish dude. that on anybody. That but. shit is so... Well, that's... And that is the thing, is there... It, it's like... It's it. It's wild to me that people will. I mean, we talked about this a little bit last week, but people will literally justify like police shooting, police killings, by like, oh well. Did you look at his? Did you look at his uh, record? Yeah. It's like, what in his record? Uh, in American in the American justice system, calls for public execution. Yeah. No, I, I said something similar on somebody's post. I said, be that as it may, I don't give a fuck what he did because specifically George Floyd, everybody pointed out the fact that he, what was it, a home invasion or something? He pointed a gun in a pregnant woman's uh, stomach and threatened to kill the baby. And I said, that's cool. Now cite a case in American law that said this is punishable by death. Right. Like give, give me give me an example. Like back it up with anything. I'm not asking you for your fucking opinion. Somebody posted on Facebook. Uh, the, the, by the way, these stories, I always hate these stories. Somebody posted on Facebook. I feel yeah. like it's when my kid comes to me and goes, hey, I saw this YouTube video. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying I got in an argument with somebody and the, the, the said um, any police reform that happens needs to also have to have a, a more stricter punishment for resisting arrest. And I said... Uh, how do you get more strict than execution? <laughs> no shit. Like, you got, like, it's it, it's already unjust about, it's already unjust at the fact that 98% of people who are in, in jail in this country and, uh, haven't had a trial. 98% of incarcerated people have are, are, have not had a trial yet. They just can't post bail. And, like, that is unjust enough. These are guys who will do five, six, seven years waiting for a trial. Yeah. And you got to stop it's like, focusing that's on unjust, for profit. That's unjust, uh, unjust enough. The fact that we're also letting our fucking people who are supposed to serve and protect execute people because they're scared. Find another fucking job. Uh, you laid it out perfectly. And it, I mean, I said something similar to that on Facebook nonetheless, because I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm still on Facebook, to be honest. I think it's because either, that's where dude. my family. Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, the, uh, I went back to Facebook because I was like, I need to know when the shows are. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's time to go. Just, uh deactivate that shit till 2021 yeah dude maybe it's time to just fucking get rid of it uh it's not good for me i'll tell you that much i've done this i've done it before where i've like i'm an arguer you know obviously me too i'm a big i love posting stuff i love stirring the pot i love hearing opposing points of view but right now 
So you're the, a, you're a debater. You're a master debater. I'm a master debater. <laughs> right now, nobody wants to hear opposing points of view. They just want to fight them, and uh, rightly so in a lot of cases. Don't get me wrong, but I this it has happened before where I've been like, I can't. This is bad for my mental health. It's bad for me. I need to. I don't remember if you remember, but I like made a new account that was Colin Maranatha. I, yeah, like, I'm friends with both of them. Yeah. It confuses me sometimes. Uh, well, because Colin Maranatha was it was so I could be a I could an admin. I, I could make sure I was an admin on my band page. I could be apprised of shows coming up and stuff like that. And I had like a very a, a much smaller friends list. Aww, I'm friends with both of them. So I'm in the fucking circle. Um. Yeah, maybe I should just get rid of it all. Uh. So the account that I have on Facebook now is technically a new one. Uh, I had, I don't know, I, I, I deactivated my old one, and then instead of reactivating that one, when I came back to Facebook, I just created a new one. You know, I don't, I don't know why, but I have family on there, and I do like seeing that, and I like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but over the past few days, I've actually tried to post less negative shit less political news things like that and i've been focusing on just fun shit uh my daughter's just she's at that age man where it's like every day there's something cool something funny just you know whatever and i just uh, i'm trying to focus on that uh an example is she is obsessed with fountains and you know every fucking what suburb is complete without a, a little pond with a fountain right uh she loves them and it's the same thing every day. She knows – she can tell on the drive from home to daycare and back. She can tell where the fountains are. And she knows. She's like, oh, dad, I see fountain? I see fountain? <laughs> and I'm like, yep, it's coming up. And then when she sees it, dude, she lets out a big squeal. And she's like, I see fountain. It's spraying water. And she'll like let out this squeal. And I'm like, that's awesome. So I look forward to that every day. And she's been singing her ABCs every day, which – she went from not really sounding out all the letters and just kind of knowing the tune, uh, which is kind of the same tune as Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It is the same tune. I know. I'm, I've I've never picked that up before until recently because she can do both. And I'm like, hold hold the fuck up. There's something familiar about this. Uh, so she, she'll sing it, and it's really cute because she can enunciate all the letters. ABC song owes royalties to <laughs> – Yeah, seriously. Uh, it's really cute because when she gets to W, <coughs> damn, yeah, you sorry. okay? When she gets to W and X, that's the first two letters that like she pretty much just butchers. The rest of them are really good. And then instead of saying W, she goes nam nam, and I go wait what? And I can't get her to say W. She'll be like T U V nam nam X. Yeah, it comes out like Sean Connery, like. That's hilarious. E-K-S-H or something. Miles used to... Miles, it was hilarious. He used to say his S's by breathing out through his nose. It was hilarious. He's like, my name is Miles. <laughs> oh, that's how it ended? Yeah. it's It was crazy. It was the weirdest thing. Did it just stop one day? Yeah. Just like that. You remember the age? I don't. It is funny, though, because... The first thing he did, he talked really late. Like we tried to get him to talk, and he just—he would always—he'd point at something and he'd go, "Hmm, ah, ah. Mm-hmm. And it was always just like a, hmm, hmm. and it's funny because it was the cutest, the most darling thing. But now, uh, 
He's 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 ten years old. And he still does that shit. Really? Yeah. He's a, he'll be like he'll be like uh, I'll hear him playing and he'll be like hmm or or he'll he'll be mad and he'll be like mm, you know and it's just so funny. He still does the same shit. Uh, do you think that's because after having a kid, you understood? more what he was asking for and could understand some of that and so yeah. he didn't try as yeah. hard and you oh yeah i mean yeah he's the second kid they don't try as hard because they don't they don't, they walk later because, because they're know. being carried around and, yeah you know so yeah well because you had that second kid because you're like oh i miss babies and then yep. you don't like want to let go of that phase yep. yeah uh i've been feeling that like last couple of days i was watching some somebody what some baby fever yeah i was just like man i miss having a baby good thing i shut down shop shut down shut down shop <laughs> dun, 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 stop dun, 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 drop dun, dun, dun. Colin got his shop shut down that didn't work Colin shut down shop yeah but it didn't sound right in my head so yeah. I was trying to flip it around probably should have rehearsed that before just trying to go fucking raw doggy like Colin shut down his baby shop um, you know this This I just want you to know I'm sorry in advance because I don't have headphones on so I'm sure this is just like <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we we started to talk about this in the beginning. This is as gorilla as we've ever been. We are sitting in a couple of plastic chairs in your backyard with the ricketyest table. <laughs> I needed rickety- a table. I needed a table for. I needed a table for my little music studio. Has One this after- been holding all the weight that ever existed in the world? Why no, is it bent? It it because I didn't properly acclimate it to my house. We had the story. Remember, I put the countertop on the next it, morning. It, it was curved that much. Yeah. Holy shit. And this was a piece I cut off, and it was sitting in my garage. It's an IKEA countertop, pile of garbage, butcher block, pile of garbage. And uh, I needed a table to set some there to when I was uh, I was redecorating down here in my little space, my studio space, man cave. As you, it were. you were decorating for the first time. And uh, what? I was just I'm giving you shit. Oh, did, oh. did you actually decorate it once before? No, were, no, no. I'm so I was rearranging re- the room. I was setting up my gear and I was like I could use a table and I was like, "Oh, I have this piece of of it has curved more since I made it." Uh, but I just, you know, attached some other pieces of wood to it and made a little table and it's So you anyway, went, you definitely and, shit on IKEA's table top. Like you you shit on it hard during that story. You're like, "Yeah." So I just bought one. Oh, you, you made a desk out of it. I did. Uh, and it's actually, first of all, they've gotten significantly better. I can tell you that this right here is about an inch. They, I have the almost two inch. Okay. That, that, that'll fix it. Yeah. That's what it is. It's too thin. It's definitely too thin. And this is, uh, this feels like maybe it's, is it solid wood? It is. Okay. It, but it's like edge glued because all these pieces are individual pieces or is this a veneer on top? It is not a veneer. Then it, it's all edge glued yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. run through a planer and yada yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah. So gotcha. So this is kinda like what I had for my desk before and it was a you know, it was a little shifty too. And when I have that I have a thirty four four inch curved monitor mounted on the side of it. It just it wasn't, you know, very secure, which is why I went back and bought that uh big old fucking slab of butcher block from IKEA. Um speaking of computers, <coughs> I have been gaming a yes. fuck done, right? It's escalating. Um, so I think everybody, everybody, everywhere has by now played a video game with a controller, right? Mm-hmm. 
So it was very familiar to me. I was like, oh, Call of Duty Warzone's free on PC? Shit, let me just download it. Oh, I'm going to buy this controller because I'm going to install an emulator and play like old N64 games and shit like that. But then again, I used that same controller. I was like, fuck it. Call of Duty's free. I'm going to get it. Uh, so I started there. Gaming with Kyle and Dave is it's it's a horrible experience if Are you're you not good. Are you still playing the same game? Yes. So fun. I can't quit. Um, but I've been gaming with Kyle and Dave like, you know, most nights of the week. Um, when you die, you get to spectate the players, right? So I'll spectate Dave and be like, eh, you're not that great, Dave. You're okay. You're not all swaggy swaggy. I spectate Kyle and I feel like I'm watching a professional gamer. It's disgusting how good hilarious. he is. Hilarious. It's hilarious, but disgusting how good he is. <laughs> uh, the big difference is Kyle plays with keyboard and mouse. Mm-hmm. And now that I've officially switched over to keyboard and oh. mouse, uh, I can say with all certainty that it is the superior way to play. Interesting. And I went from barely being able to hold my own to, holy shit, I'm better than I've ever been. And I've only been gaming with a keyboard and mouse two days. What makes it better? Because I've always been exceptionally horrible at keyboard and mouse playing. I, I was too. I, quite literally, I would stay. What is that weird noise? My oh, that's your cat in the window. Dude, I'm not. I'm just not cut out for city Sorry. life anymore. Apparently, um, I'm over here like, what is that weird noise? And you're like, it's a fucking cat, dude. <laughs> it's right there. It's domestic as fuck. Um, He's gonna keep doing that. Just so you know. that's fine. Just shout out to that cat. What's that cat's name? Max. Max. He just wants attention. Cavalera. Um, no, so I'll tell you that the main benefit is the the separation of all the things. Like with the control, unless you really know what the fuck you're doing and remap all the controls, not everything is super easy to do. Like on a control, because of the way buttons are usually set up, you can't – you just can't do certain things. You can't do certain maneuvers that you're like, how the fuck did you jump, turn, shoot, go prone? Like, how did you do all that shit together? Well, when you have it all mapped to keys, you can maneuver all that shit really well. The real benefit is how fucking fast you can look around and shoot. Sliding your mouse oh. is a hundred times easier. Aiming a hundred times easier. But is it too touchy? You just control that. You get a nice mouse where you can control the sensitivity. Like mine has extra buttons on the side so you can map those buttons to yeah, things. Yeah, you have one of those ones that's like... It's got like eight buttons. Rowan's got two of those. Yeah. Uh, so fucking tight. So you can... I can just... I can do so many more actions and shit that I could never do before. And like I said, also like when you're shooting with a little joystick on a controller it's hard to control the recoil so like you got to kind of like reset yourself mouse thousand times easier Mm. it's crazy so now it's pretty evident why people play you know in that setting Uh, and i was pretty pretty terrified to join with kyle and dave the other day because i only had like maybe four games under my belt so dave plays like that too no he does Uh not but that leads me to the next thing dave's really been wanting a computer like a new one Kyle and him went to Micro Center tonight, and he fucking balled out. He went for it. <laughs> he balled out. He built a computer that's far superior to mine and Kyle's. Uh, spent spent multiple thousand. 
Nice. Uh, and since I've been here, Podden, with you, let me read you a couple of the texts I got. He said, Lightweight becoming a $3,000 nightmare. What? <laughs> yeah. They're having trouble with it. Basically asking if, if I'll help. Uh, he said, because I'm about to box all this up and take it back. And that means I'm dying inside. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting what comes out of that. All right. What are we doing here, Colin? You want to oh, talk about, about the the, the amazing wins for the LGBT community? You know, it's just it's the fun thing about our politics right now is that yeah, we got this dickhead in the White House who has thirty percent of our country like going, oh, fuck yeah, buddy, he's telling all these fucking libs to fucking <laughs> you know or whatever. Uh, but you know. Our political system does still kind of mean something, and a case that's been before the Supreme Court got ruled on by the deciding vote, uh, or I'm not the deciding vote, but the vote that like really tipped it to being a really strong in favor of, uh, was by Neil Gorsuch, which was like the guys, like all these evangelicals were like, yeah, we'll vote for Trump because he'll put conservative judges on the supreme court and then the conservative judge fucking was the one who wrote the the uh um what is it called the decision where uh they said you can no longer be fired uh for your sexual orientation or gender and and uh that is a big deal that's also Correct me if I'm wrong. That's not the only win that's happened. What's the other? I thought there was... Wasn't there another ruling? I think that was the only ruling. Fuck. Maybe I'm tripping. Uh, my, my but that's cello. a big... But that is a big one. That you can't... You can... You, uh, is Big protection for transgender. Which are the ones who are, you know, getting it the worst right now. Uh, you're gonna have to help out with this Trello board because for some reason mine is fucked. Anyway, that's a huge win and, uh, very, uh, like, just very cool to know that, you know, there are still some sane people, uh, in the world. In the world. Sorry, I was yeah. trying to figure this out. No, you're fine. Uh, did yours change too? Change to what? Did your Trello board change? No. Okay. Something has happened to mine. It, it's doing weird things over here. Uh, so uh, other politics that have been making the headlines is just more insane shit from the president's mouth on testing nonetheless. This fucking guy. It's almost – if it weren't so scary, it's almost funny. How moronic this guy is, and how he can't see past his own fucking nose. Yeah. Holy shit. <clears throat> Every once in a while, something, he'll say something, and I can almost see where he's coming from. I'm like, you have got to be one of the worst people at wording things. 
I can kind of see where he's coming from at times. So most notably recently, he said, you know, so I said, we got to slow the testing down. This was at his rally on Saturday night. Yeah. The first big rally back. basically said that if we weren't testing, there wouldn't be cases. And And it's like, no shit, Sherlock. And so here's where I'm going to do like the devil advocate thing, right? So immediately I look at that and say, you are a fucking idiot. And then, you know, I compared it to some other things like a breathalyzer. Like, yeah, man, if they just stopped giving breathalyzers, Mm -hmm. we would have like no drunk driving arrests. Like you could take credit for I cured the world of drunk driving, you know, just take away breathalyzers so we can't prove it. And then the other piece of me goes, I understand, I think, what he meant, which is, can you imagine if we did this much testing for, like, the flu, for example? How many more people we would be reporting that many more? For sure. More cases. So I I get where he's coming from with the logic aspect of it. For sure. Yeah, well, I guess, but uh, but – that makes sense, but the fact is, we know about the flu. We don't know about COVID yet. We all thought it was going to go away in the heat, and now Arizona and Texas and Florida are getting a huge, record-breaking spikes right now. If and, I'm not mistaken, there's some places in Ohio where they have mandated everyone in – or not mandated, but they've asked every single resident in certain zip codes <coughs> to get tested. Wild. Yeah. It, it, it's It's – the crazy thing about this, though, when he said that in his rally the other night, everybody was like, are you fucking serious? Are you really saying that? Because that if that if true, that shows it's the height of narcissism and the height of like literal stupidity like that. That, that is the, an idiotic thing to say. And uh, um. The White House spent all day Sunday, all day Monday, saying, "Oh, it was a rally. This is what he does. He jokes. It's a it's a joke." They they spent his his advisors, his administration, anybody speaking for him spent two days telling the media that he was joking. Yeah, and then this fucking morning in an interview, he said, "Somebody asked, were you joking?" He goes, "I don't kid." Oh my and god. And then he tweeted the same fucking thing. And it's just, he tweeted the the whole the, he said the same thing over again. We wouldn't show as many cases if we didn't test as many people. He really thinks this. Like that's what I mean. He's fucking horrible with words, but I wonder and I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and that's I know that's Don't. a weird thing. I know. <laughs> but I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and I'm I'm thinking like does he just does he think about it the way I'm saying? Like, does he think like, oh, fuck, I don't know. Fuck that. He thinks if there's more cases, it makes me look bad and it will uh, uh, hurt my chances of reelection. He's a narcissist. He's he is psychologically incapable of thinking out of, of empathizing with people. What do you think about the location and date of his rally? It was a incredibly short-sighted uh, – uh, okay, let me back up. There's two – okay, so just so we're clear, it was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yep. The uh, 
site of the worst racial massacre that was government sanctioned in U.S. history uh, that you don't read about in the history books because uh, it's bad. I admittedly and, hadn't heard about it till a few years ago. Yeah, and on well, originally they did move it a day after the uproar, but on Juneteenth, the day that should be a federal holiday celebrating the freedom of slaves, the emanci- the emanci- that there was the day it was the day that the last slaves found out they were free. And at at I've thought about this at length and it's one of two things. The the picking the date and time for your white supremacist MAGA rallies, um, the, picking that date and that location is one of two things. One, there's some real bad actors behind the scenes, and Trump is their useful idiot bigot. Okay, so uh, where it's so at at worst, like it's like a declaration of war on fucking uh, people of color. Uh, at best, it is just absolute awful narcissistic ignorance. You know what I mean? It's just well, ignorant. If it is people behind the scenes making decisions, right? Because let's be honest, anybody, almost anybody in places of power, people bring them things to make decisions on, right? Yeah. If it is someone behind the scenes making these decisions, he would have to be completely fucking oblivious to agree to it. Like anybody else, I feel like, well, not Biden either. That dude barely understands where he's at at any given moment. Uh, Most people, (laughs) I feel like, would have said something. No, probably not the best thing to do. Like anybody with with half of a fucking Regardless, it was exceptionally insensitive, especially with everything that's going on in this country right now. And, uh, it is, it's just, to me, it's, it's unforgivable. That sort, that sort of thing is just like, you can't talk your way out of that. And thank God that rally was such a fucking flop. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you that hadn't heard, uh, it was predicted to be much much larger than it was they were touting oh we have you know a million reservations and they were planning to have like a pre-rally outside that was like what was it nineteen thousand or something like that we're supposed to be outside they canceled that blamed it on you know angry protesters and shit like that when partially it was damn gen z and millennials and k-pop Getting on their fucking TikToks and shit mm-hmm. and started a, I don't know, what we call it a challenge? I mean, that's what the kids it was call actually, everything. It was actually a 51-year-old TikTok woman who said, hey, you should start reserving tickets for this. And people just went with it. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing because it's amazing for, for multiple reasons to me. For one, because... You know, when you reserve tickets, all that means it's still free. It's still first come, first serve, you know, but all that means is they're collecting your data. Mm-hmm. That's it's a data collection op for for campaigning purposes. Makes total sense. Campaigns do shit like that. Um, but so it's two things. All these fucking Gen Z dorks 
and uh, these K-pop fans, you know, doing this thing. God, that's God's work. And uh, <laughs> it did it for one it upped their expectations of interest which is hysterical they thought there was going to be they thought they this this venue holds 20,000 people they had they like you said they had an overflow stage all this stuff they had they like all of these guys you look at all these clips from like foxies and shit all these guys are just all over the media for the, the week leading up to it saying you know like we got a million people interested in this and like the expectations just i'm sure the president you know who's like we were just saying is narcissistic was just yeah. like they were like dude this is gonna be this is it you're coming back it's gonna be big 6200 people show up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, oh man, I wish I was a fly on the wall before he walked out on stage when he was just kind of looking at that empty stadium, and because it it shows it shows it, it shows the power of people trolling on the internet, but also yeah. the fact that it's still first come first serve, you know what I mean? Anybody could reserve tickets, so just the fact that only six thousand people showed up shows that people are one losing steam on this dude to uh actually respecting social distancing and um the other funny thing is and this is the this to me is makes way much is the more important part of it other than fucking clowning the president because holy shit that is a that is the funniest shit in the world I don't know if you saw the footage of him getting off the helicopter when he got back to the White House. Oh, that, the little so scooty booty thing he did down the, and then no, no, about- no, 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 not that. Oh, this is like a- after the rally in Tulsa, they flew back to the White House. Him getting off the helicopter, walking into the White House, his like collars open and his ties open, and he's carrying his hat, and he just looks so fucking bummed, and it's the most satisfying thing in the world. And uh, but even better is. Uh, their campaign manager, Brad Parscale, he's a data guy, he's an internet guy, and he talks all the time about how, like, their data mining is, like, the best. You know, they're getting so much data. Yeah. These fucking TikTok kids gave them millions and millions of, of entries of data that are worthless. And it throws off their whole, like, all they gotta do, all they can do now is just can everything from the last two weeks. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Oh, my is, God. So funny. If they're really mining that much data, it's probably not <laughs> that. It is, it's It's. nice to think about uh, and to hope that it fucks something up. But in reality, probably what happens is they'll just – they'll find a way to weed it out. They'll cross-reference it with another list somewhere, take the people off. They'll regardless cross-reference it, friend a, list and follower list and everything else. This weekend was a huge embarrassment for the Trump 2020 campaign. That shit is so fucking funny. Yeah. I'm here for it. I am here for it. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Let's just move on to something. Did you, ever, did you see that movie? I was just curious. I watched it last night. That's a movie? Oh, boy. No, you should watch it. It's good. Ford? Oh, 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 oh. oh. It's Matt Damon, Christian yeah, Bale. Yeah. I, know, I know what it is now. Yeah, it's a true story. Yeah, Matt Damon plays Carol Shelby, like the Shelby Cobra, uh, and Christian uh, uh, Bale plays uh, Ken Miles, his mechanic and driver, and uh, and it's basically about how Ford in the '60s was tanking, mm-hmm. and they needed something new, 
and they had a marketing one of their marketing guys was like we need a race car we need to win Le Mans and so it was the story of that and how yeah. uh, Carol Shelby but anyway so it's it's like a sports drama mixed with a like a corporate uh, uh, period drama so I actually was calling it when I described it to Sierra last night I described it as Mad Men with loud fast cars because <laughs> that's really kind of what it is and it was just it was a little long it was two and a half hours long uh, the race scenes are super compelling. The story was just so well told. The last ten minutes are just fucking heavy. I was weeping when that movie was over. I loved it. There's That's not a good. lot of movies I watched that I that I say I loved. I I legitimately like loved that movie. Yeah. Now that you said that, I do recall seeing a trailer for that on I don't know Netflix or Hulu or something. Yeah, I saw it somewhere. It's on HP on the new. It just came out on the new HBO Max or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, it, if you think it's just like a movie about about race cars and stuff, and it, that's a turn off, it's not because it's actually like a really good sports drama <laughs> yeah i made up like a whole scenario of what that was in my head that was nothing related to that i i looked at that and i said this motherfucker's been on youtube watching uh fords beat ferraris because there's nothing better than like being on youtube and seeing some little like shit car pull up to like a drag strip and just smoke a better car yeah. like i i love that shit i love when you uh, spoiled the end of the movie Ford come smokes on, Ferrari. Come on, bro. I think we all got that. <laughs> I think we all understood that. It's also interesting too. Another thing I liked about the movie is that I work in the I work in the industry on behind the scenes. You know, I've I've been in the room with auto executives. I've been in the room with got like the conversations they're had about these decisions in mm-hmm. uh, in big car companies. So it's interesting, like watching it. Like this was Henry Ford the second. Uh, so it's Henry Ford's grandson. Uh, but, uh, it's interesting thinking, like imagining just watching that being like, yeah, I've been in rooms. I've, I've, I've watched these discussions. I've watched a CEO, you know, listen to a low level marketing guy pitch something, you know, like it's, it was just very interesting in that regard. That's awesome. I like when, uh, you take these guys that are like, you know, purists when it comes to like, combustion engines and blah 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 and then like you watch people pull up with Teslas and put it in like sport mode and shit and just like smoke these cars that people spend you know there's an episode or there, there's a show I watch uh, it's called uh, Mike Brewer's World of Cars I don't know if you ever heard the show Wheeler Dealers but it's a British guy who nope. like buys and flips cars basically it's a big it's a really famous auto show anyway he's got a show called Mike Brewer's World of Cars where he just goes and explores each episode is like him exploring like a niche car culture like the first episode is low riders uh another one he explores like guys who like rebuild british 60s mini coopers as brand new cars you know whatever but uh there is an episode of that uh where holy crap i just totally lost my train of thought what episode I have in my mind? What were you, what were, what did you just say? I was talking about the Tesla. Oh yeah, there's an episode of of this show where he goes and talks to this mechanic who's got this shop uh, in L.A. I think, and uh, all they do is take Tesla motors or other electric motors, but mostly Teslas, 
used Tesla motors, blown Tesla motors, rebuild them, and they they outfit them in classic cars. So they fucking turn like you could take like a '64 Impala, and it's like got a fast fucking electric motor in it. Yeah, I actually uh, somebody tagged me in a post recently that was a classic car that had a Tesla motor dropped into it. Yeah, there's Um, this guy who's got a whole business. He like he like they walking around in his in his warehouse, and he's like he's like he's like all there's just all of these Tesla batteries and motors. Tesla's really really crazy about not letting people work on their cars uh i watched this guy on youtube a while back who bought a salvage tesla you know he spent like i, I what do you i think he spent like 10 grand or something and got this car that was like the motor didn't work and yada yada but cosmetically everything was intact and then he bought one that was like around the same price but wrecked but the battery was perfectly fine and like he fucking hi- he like hacked this Tesla together and for, you know, 19 grand or some shit like that ended up with a fully functioning Tesla and he did all the work himself, documented all of it. I mean, all the wiring, learned how to do all that shit. He became basically like the underground Tesla mechanic. And I don't think Tesla was like very fond of it and I think even sent him like some cease and desist. It's interesting because like with Tesla, if you do anything like that, you avoid you avoid the warranty, and they'll actually turn off it's certain stupid. features. It's stupid. It it, it it's Joe Kitty, Joe Kitty cat. He's it, it, it actually sounded like your cat just said Colin. That's probably that's super weird. Uh, this it's he just he's probably he can probably see the bottom of his food bowl, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, it, it to me that's really stupid. That's like that's like you know Apple's whole thing. You know like where yeah jailbreak your phone or whatever. It's just so stupid. Yeah, like, like a software thing is like, going to avoid the warranty. Like that's why it's 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 not the, the the motor itself that people hate. That combustion engine. Well, it is for some people, but like combustion engine guys like the fact that they can tweak. They can they go. Oh, I changed this little thing, and I changed this little mix, and this, and I turn this just a quarter turn, and it adds a little bit more fuel into there. Yeah, you know, and it's like if they made these electric motors so you could play with them like that, you know what I mean? Or if they open the source so you could like fuck with the computers. I will say that uh, it'd be Elon, different. But Elon if you Musk did down. release all the patents yeah. for all the batteries. No, yeah, that's. I mean, that like for all of Elon Musk's faults. He does also do a lot of really good stuff for technology and stuff like that. But I'm just saying that, like, if you lock down your car in that way, you're automatically shutting yourself off to, like, a whole world of audio enthusiasts. Or yes. audio. Auto I, I enthusiasts. agree. It's the the same reason I like Android. It's the exact same reason. Yeah. I was like, Apple, stop fucking with the shit. Speaking of Apple, uh, they recently had their event. Their yeah, year, I watched it yesterday. Event. I watched it yesterday, and uh, how long have we been going? A little over an hour. Nice. Uh, shut up. Uh, I watched it yesterday, and uh, it was interesting because, for one, it's, it was their big worldwide developers conference, and uh, it was the first time they've ever done it remotely without an audience, and it was like so funny it was yeah, but so it's, funny it's also no different because every time i watch them guess what i've never been in the audience no i know but the the difference being is you watch it 
they're doing it live. They're demoing things. Things get fucked up all the time. There was one year. Yeah. There was one year I remember Steve Jobs something. There was some big feature he was showing, and it kept getting fucked up because of the internet, the the uh. Wi-Fi. And he literally told. He goes, all of you bloggers out there need to turn your Wi-Fi off. You are hogging up. Like, I mean, like that's what was cool about yeah. Apple events was that kind of raw, you know, but this was like super produced and there was like all these like CGI fly throughs of their campus and all this stuff. And they're like walking around with this. It, it was really weird and overproduced, really, yeah. uh, really rehearsed all this stuff. That being said. They did what they always do, which what is, do. What they do. hey, what has Android been, what has Android been doing, uh, forever that we haven't been doing that people have wanted? How can we make that like sexy? How can we hire the best UX designers in the world to make it better and more sexy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, they did that. And, uh, we have now have home screen widgets. Well, not yet, but when it comes out, we'll have home screen widgets. We'll have, uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's other things that Android had that they're doing now. I, uh, but that's a big one is the widgets. Admittedly, I used to have, I might still have it, a list on my phone that basically told every single feature that Android had first. And then, you know, the year Apple did it, the year Android did it. So it was just a comparison. Yeah. I made a pretty pretty extensive list one time. It it it's interesting. It it uh, I'm excited for it. The the one thing that I think is really cool, and I'm sure this already exists on Android, but they have it's a they called it a smart widget or something like that, or a smart stack, where you could basically stack three widgets on top of each other in the same space, and then it uses AI and your you know patterns to to display the right widget at the right time. So like during the work day, it might be your calendar, but then like when you get off work and get home, it might be, uh, some, uh, your fitness routine for doing, for working out after work, but it automatically switches what the widget is based on your patterns. I think that's pretty cool. I'm sure it already exists. It's, uh, that I know of. No, I'm not familiar with that. That being said, I have no interest in that. Uh, I I am very curious of like what the use case was to drive development on something like that because I personally just like widgets. I I've said a I've said a number of times that if Apple had widgets, I would consider going back. Um there you know over the past couple years, I'll say even some of the widgets I used to use on Android, the application developers just stopped doing. Like, as certain new Android features came up, like, th- there's a feature on Android where you can do a long press on a uh, one of the icons on your screen and immediately get a couple quick options from that. When they introduced that a, f- a couple years ago... Some companies took that as, oh, that's cool. I'll start using that and I can get rid of my widget. But I'm over here like, no, motherfucker. Like widgets is like what I do. Like that's what I like. Mm -hmm. I always had like a bunch of apps on the first screen and then you swipe to the next screen and I have a bunch of widgets. It was like my little dashboard where I wanted to swipe to and see a bunch of information, boom, right there without Mm -hmm. having to go into anything. So making me long press on something 
immediately took that functionality, that yeah. use case for me. It, it took it and threw it out the window. Kind of pissed me off. So it's kind of exciting knowing that Apple yeah. – I won't shit on them for this because, I, like I said, a number of times I said I would probably come back if they did widgets right. And that's the thing. is I, I, I clown Apple a little bit over it as an Apple fanboy. But, like, watching that presentation yesterday – and I, wa- I watched all two hours while I was working. And uh, I was, like, super impressed. Uh, it, to me, it felt like Apple was focused less on what's the next fucking sweet thing we can do. And more on how do we make all of our systems better and more integrated together, and uh, it, and this is the good, you know, this is their worldwide developers conference, so they're not doing hardware here, you know, like this is all about the software, and um, although th- there was a couple really big, to me, monumental shifts in a couple things that 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 they announced yesterday. One big thing is only the third time they've ever done this. Uh, Switch. They're switching chips in the Macs. Um, they're making their own. So mm. first time for the first time, they made their own for the iPad, and that was it. And uh, we but, knew we knew this was coming, though. Yeah, we did. But they, didn't they build a big ass plant? I think that no, no, no. They. I think no. This they, was a rumor that just came. This was a rumor that just started two weeks ago. That said, hey, I think Apple might be switching from Intel, and. Uh, um, but the big, the significant shift is everyone is freaking out about it because it's like, oh, great. So now they're going to have a whole new code base. The big thing Apple said was, no, immediately it's universal. We've already been working with developers and we, you know, things will still work. You don't got to work. Adobe programs will work. Microsoft programs will work. Don't worry. So that was really cool. Yeah. That's that's actually unlike them. Totally, they are and, all about and, the dongle. The and fucking- I'm about to I'm about to, to ratchet that up one more because I think the most important thing they announced yesterday, which was again another thing very unlike Apple, was they they announced like the new they were talking about their improvements to HomeKit, which is their smart home shit. They have been working with Amazon and Google for a a connected home standard good that is so huge yeah that's big. that apple is finally saying okay we're gonna work it out you can use your nest with HomeKit. you can use your ring with HomeKit or whatever you know what i mean yeah. like dude that's huge that is huge there's a lot of uh there's a lot of third-party smart devices that work with everything but apple yep so that's big. And Apple them. did. They said, we've been working with Amazon and Google to come up with a standard. And then it was like, boop, 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 and all the other brand names yeah. and stuff like that. So I think, you know, this stuff's all not going to come out until fall. So we'll see what it really means then. But to me, that is like a significant shift. Tim Cook running Apple. He has been Steve Jobs like on like he's at one foot firmly in Steve Jobs style. Mm-hmm. One foot firmly out of it, where it's like Steve Jobs would never, Steve Jobs would have never worked with Google and Amazon to come up with a standard. He would have said, "What our home kit is is it's better. Going to be get our standard. fucking products. Yeah. If you don't like it, too bad because ours are better. You know what I mean? Which is good. I and mean, that's why Apple's who they are now. Yeah, that's you but, mentioned something earlier. You said that uh, they they said we're gonna stop with all the new shit and basically focus on how do we make ours 
the whole ecosystem better, which is mm-hmm. crazy because that's what I'd compliment on Apple on, and I'd say that they have the whole ecosystem fucking down. Well, and they, everyone else they is ratcheted trying. it up yesterday too because they announced the new Mac OS that's coming out this fall. It's the biggest change since they released OS ten uh, fifteen years ago, and uh, they they've redesigned a lot of it. Of the Ma- the Mac interface. What if, what uh, if they just put a fucking start bar on there and threw everybody? No, off? No. <laughs> no. But it is it is much more integrated with the look and feel and experience of iOS and iPad OS. Start bar. So we need a start bar. I never really understood that. Start. Why does that have to be start? That's where you go to start. Yeah, From, I know. Where else would you go to start? But what can't they just say menu like everybody else? I mean, its full name was the start menu. <laughs> if, you, if you're curious. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, I think we're basically done with our list, right? I mean, we got a couple. Oh, I right? didn't talk about camping. I was getting ready to okay, ask you. Did you, did you go camping? We did. Uh, so let's finish with this. Can we finish with my camping story? Sure. Uh, as long as you don't want to talk about your washer at all. Oh, yeah. Fuck a Samsung front-loading washer. Well, Fuck a front-loading washer. Yeah, stay, stick with front-loading washer. You ain't got to bring Samsung into this. Uh, just real quick. My washer wasn't draining. Well, fuck Samsung, though. I'm never getting another Samsung appliance. Uh, this is not the first. My dishwasher was the bad was a bad one, too. Anyway. Uh, hey, for the record, guys out there, uh, mine work fine. All of them. <laughs> My entire kitchen is Samsung, from my fucking microwave to my fridge to my stove, Your phone. my phone. I have a tablet. It doesn't matter. Um, All my shit works fine. Anyway, uh, it wasn't draining, which is less than ideal when you get back from camping and you have shit tons of laundry to do. Blankets, pillowcases, clothes, towels, bathing, you know, all, all that stuff. And uh, it wasn't draining at all. So then I looked up on YouTube how to get to the get to the, the drain pump because I thought no it's not pumping right or you know whatever and uh, with a top loading washer they're open on the bottom you just turn it over uh, but with a front loading washer there's 15 steps to get there and a thousand screws and and uh, all these different tabs you gotta bend and all this stuff and uh, I found a great video though it was like a contractor video showing how Dude, to do it god bless YouTube each step to get to it each step to put it back together it was amazing anyway took me all in two and a half hours maybe but uh didn't have to get a new pump i thought it was the pump uh turns out there was a bunch of shit and a sock in the drain before oh was it a samsung sock because you blame this on samsung so i'm curious is this fuck samsung because it was a samsung sock (laughs) (laughs) i mean why why you got me you got me. I was, I dude, I was waiting. I was Yours. waiting on the story. I was like, here he goes. He's going to talk about the sock. Where, where does the Samsung, where does the brand come involved? Yeah, I just let you go, man. <laughs> I just let you go. It had to be a Samsung okay, sock, guys. But fuck a front loading a washer because it was so hard to get to the drain assembly. Oh my God. Yeah. But you I, know what? Now it's working. I've heard a Better number than of people, uh, curse their uh, front load appliances a number of people i know had tons of problems have you ever had any problems with the seal on the front wearing out or leaking uh 
something got trapped, something got stuck in it. And I think this is actually how the sock got in it, but something got stuck in it a few months ago. And, uh, uh, it was like, it was like a metal hook on, uh, overalls or something like yeah. that. And it pulled the rubber boot, a part of it, like yep. pulled it, like really stretched it out. So now it leaks from that spot. Yeah. Uh, so I've heard that that's a common problem. And then I've also heard, uh, people getting things trapped in the pump i've i've heard that being a problem and because of that i steered away from it yeah your boy bought lg i was i was gonna get samsung i mean appliances and everything they're kind of the same thing but i have a very very good friend who was an extremely reliable source in that space and he said the highest he explained all the different tiers of appliances and there's like normal there's premium there's super premium yada yada and the highest you could go in like the categories uh, or in the appliance categories for kitchen stuff without moving to super premium was Samsung. So we got those. And then he was like, but you don't want to get Samsung for your washer and dryer. You want to get LG. And so he explained everything to me and they've been super reliable. I've had no problems with anything. Nice. So now that we just bored all of our, all of our listeners with nah, dude, everybody wanted to washers. hear about the smart sock, the Samsung smart sock. <laughs> Samsung smart sock. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got trapped in it. You should have just uh, told Alexa to Alexa remove my smart sock from the pump. Jeez. Oh man, that was the worst. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so you went camping. Yeah, we went camping this weekend for Father's Day, and first time we went camping this year. We only went once last year. So we're like the kids have been dying to go camping. We even wanted to go camping. So we booked a site a month ago at Lake Hope State Park mm-hmm. down in Hocking Hills, uh, Athens, Ohio area. For those of you not from Ohio, Bobcats. Whoop. And um, so we booked a spot. Love the campground. We've been there before a couple few times. You know, do all the stressful packing for camping, getting going, drive out there. It's an hour and a half. You know, I'm stressed. Sierra's stressed, you know, because I'm just getting ready to go. The kids are being wild. They're ready to camp. We get there. It's about 730 or so. And uh, we've been in the car for an hour and a half. The kids are losing their goddamn minds. We're pissed off. The kids want to get want us to get a fire going, you know, so we can cook dinner because they're starving because it's 730. And, uh pull up and we were the last ones to get there there was a the you know, there was um <clears throat> sorry six of us adults and the kids and so uh the rest of the adults were there we got there they're all standing there by the campsite not unloading or anything like that and i walk up or we pull up and they're like uh for one the site sucks it was super small and we were gonna have four tents you know and ours is yeah the size of four tents <laughs> and uh <laughs> and um it was a small site that was like super slanted and all this stuff but that wasn't the i mean we could have made that work but our name wasn't on it somebody else's name was on it mm. and i'm like uh what now we booked this a month ago so i go up to the camp office so uh there's no service though i can't i can't pull up my receipt I can't pull, I can't even get in like my PNC account so I can like, uh, I can find the charge so I can show them because she can't find my name. She doesn't have my fucking name in the thing. And, uh, and a fucking Wi Fi? No. 
No, this is an Ohio State Park. This isn't like yeah, a family campground. Yeah, but she's got a fucking, she can't find your name. And what, a Rolodex? Like, what's she looking on? I oh, I don't know. I don't know. I bet anyway, anyway, so. Dial up. The, she can barely use a computer as it is, for one. And then the, uh, the, the park ranger's right there, too. And he's just dicking around and, and he's trying to help. And so this, the spot that we were at, that we had reserved was like uh the second to the end of this kind of like little turnaround cul-de-sac thing and uh the spot at the end of the cul-de-sac was the group camping site which is like for big groups and they have like all the ohio state parks have those sites closed because they don't want 30 people camping together you know what i mean uh so we're the the we're sitting there trying to figure out what we're gonna do and i'm like i got my kids you know like like we just drove an hour and a half and, um, Did you say, let me speak to your manager? No. Damn it. And uh, the park ranger goes, uh, I saw somebody else on a group camping site. Can't we just give them the group camping site? And she goes, you know what? I, yeah, that's fine. Just keep looking for the receipt if you can find it. I don't care. So we ended up getting, like, an amazing spot that we were able to have, like, our tents set up with, like, 50 feet in between them. Oh, wow. You know, and we were able to have, like, my tent with the kids, like, 50 feet from the fire pit so like they, we weren't keeping them up i'm, I'm talking here and i'll hold the mic out like this uh so it ended up like totally working out with this amazing spot and then uh we'll just end the podcast with this tonight we'll say that uh saturday night dad learned uh he's a little too old to start drinking at 10 30 a.m and go all mm. day because homeboy was calling dinosaurs at 11 30 you were at night calling dinosaurs i was puking very loudly in the oh, woods oh man and uh i guess i was slumped over comatose quote unquote and people were stacking shit on my lap i haven't seen any pictures of this yet but um Wait, there's a there's a reliable instagram and that you uh, can follow and uh, but then i was i remember going i remember going i don't feel very good and i got up and i stumbled over and i just start just just going just hog wild (laughs) and i remember stopping and like through this is gross but i like through gurgled breath being like i I need i need water i need water it reminds me of that scene out of men in black water sugar water (laughs) it wasn't like it was like he had an egger suit that's exactly where i was going with that but um no the next morning our neighbors at the campsite the, 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 the people who took our site. Yeah. Uh, she goes, she's like, so I uh, heard one of you guys puking real loud last night and then the rest of you guys laughing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I was hung over all of Father's Day and I was still hung over on Monday morning. Uh, my wife got me a baller ass new GPS for my Oh, yeah, bike. you wanted that. Yes. Yes, my wife got me. got me. My wife got me a medical massage next week. Very nice. Very stoked. Uh, I have I have a gift certificate to Woodford House, Woodford House in mm-hmm. like Dublin. It's like the best fucking spa, but I don't even know if it's open right now. My wife got me that as well. Nice. Not for this. For anyway, else. GPS. <clears throat> yeah, no, she got me a baller ass GPS. So I've been trying to get back on my bike and 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 pedal. You know, pedal my ass off, quite literally, quarantine pounds and shit. I'm trying to get rid of that. 
but it's just awesome to be back on a bike and this bike has or this gps has fucking bluetooth so it syncs to my phone it syncs to strava or strava and uploads all the shit garmin connect and it has fucking turn by turn so i can go in the app create a route sync it to the gps and then literally not have to look at my phone and i have turn by turn gps on my bike oh yeah that's awesome dude it's so it's so rad all right. Speaking of COVID weight, real quick. Remember, you I got, told you a couple weeks you got ago, some COVID I, weight. I started drinking that cachava. Yeah. That meal replacer. Yeah, yeah. For lunch, and I've been doing it. Bro, don't even tell me you lost like ten pounds. Uh, I've been doing it almost every day for lunch. Uh, on the weekends, not quite as much, but during the week, almost every single day for lunch for the last month. Dude, I'm down like seven and a half pounds. Shut the fuck up. It's crazy. Maybe you're just pooping more. Maybe it's it's scraping the poop off the poop wall. Maybe that that is it. But I also just feel I also I also feel a lot better. I feel like you're setting the viewers up. Viewers? It's not viewers. Listeners. I feel like you're setting the listeners up for. Oh my god! This that fucking Medi bird. That one is so loud, dude. <laughs> you, you mean I'm setting I'm setting the listeners up for a, a, a future advertisement? Not even a future advertisement. <laughs> I was thinking like one of those fucking pyramid schemes oh, where yeah, you're yeah, like. Yeah. Get your get some Thrive, bro. I'm sure we got someone out there selling Thrive. Or if, or if, or if it was like Joe Rogan, it was like dick pills or or or, or gut health. Alpha or Brain. Alpha Brain, that's it. Yeah, that's the one right there. All right. All right. I Let's think, wrap I this think, bitch I up. think we've uh, episode 50 in my trashy-ass backyard. 50. With my fat-ass dog out cold. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. He looks dead. Uh... <laughs> What, what did we say? The Daddy's After Dark? Daddy's After Dark. <laughs> That's what it is. Daddy's After Dark. We out this bitch. See ya.